Hi, this is Patrick Donahoe, and thanks for tuning in to this week's episode. For most Americans, taxes are a consistent source of stress year after year. And you know that the typical financial planning world has successfully convinced the American public that the best no-brainer tax strategy is to max out your 401k. Then if you have kids, to put money into 529 plans. And then if there's money left over, to contribute to a Roth IRA. And that's pretty much it. It's and it's almost as if you, if you don't do these things, there's there's something uh, there's something wrong with you. But in my experience and through the extensive study I have done on this subject, uh, this tax strategy has not helped Americans, and in, in most cases has damaged a person's financial future. Now, it's not to say the tax strategy isn't important. I, I consider tax strategy as a vital component of a successful wealth strategy, which is why our approach here at Paradigm Life consists of both tax-efficient financial products and strategic partnerships with tax professionals so that you can not only achieve achieve the best short-term results, but don't sacrifice the long-term results, which is, in most cases, the, the reason why the 401k may not be the best approach. Now, today we're going to dive into a few of the powerful tax benefits of the wealth maximization account, which is a dividend paying whole life policy designed for maximum cash value. Now that you're, uh, you know, for those of you who are clients, I, your WMA is the foundational piece of your wealth strategy or a primary piece. You know, having a complete knowledge of its tax benefits is, uh, is really important. And it's also, you know, important to note the long-term tax benefits as well. So they can help you navigate not just right now, but uh, your future path to financial independence. So let's go ahead and get started. Welcome to the Perpetual Wealth Strategy podcast. So permanent life insurance, you know, it's been around for a really long time. It, it, it pre-existed the United States. And of course, uh, the uh, 1913 Income Tax Act, when uh, the income tax, which was uh, supposed to be temporary, but ended up being uh, permanent, and rates have been, you know, increasing ever since. And you know, I look at it as this, you know, foundational piece of a wealth strategy uh, today. And it's not just because of the tax benefits, but the tax benefits definitely help. Now, what's interesting is, you know, these these the policies, dividends, interest. It uh, pre-existed, you know, the Income Tax Act. Now, not to say that. It hasn't been impacted since because it was in the in the 1980s. There was definitely some some tax overhaul, and uh, life insurance was uh, included in it. It was actually uh, kind of a last minute thing, but it hasn't been impacted since. And it's interesting that it has been on the table with many administrations, uh, notably a couple times with the Obama administration, but it was also uh, part of the the 2017 potential. Uh, you know, uh, tax reform, uh, which which we just kind of went through over the last couple of years, uh, it was it was on the table. But if you look at why it wasn't included, it's because number number one, it is a uh, there's a huge lobby associated with it, the financial services lobby, the insurance lobby, who was able to you know talk to Congress, talk to representatives, and educate them on you know the nature of insurance and how it replaces loss. Of course, we don't pay 
you know, we don't pay taxes if we, you know, our, our, our car gets hit or, you know, demolished and uh, we get a car replacement. We're not paying taxes on that. It replaces something that already exists. And as far as cash value is concerned, being kind of this net present value of a, of a future benefit, you know, the, it makes, it, it totally makes sense. And so them being able to sense, you know, sensibly uh, get into these uh, lawmakers' offices uh, because of their clout uh, and influence uh, really helps educate on the, uh, you know, the reasons behind why there are so many tax benefits with uh, with insurance. Now, not to say that that's going to continue to happen. You know, the future is unknown. Uh, but looking at the past, there's a couple couple things that I would say provides me peace of mind and certainty, and should uh, provide the same thing to you. Number one, it's only been changed uh, once. And then the the changes only affected uh, contracts and policies going forward. Didn't affect the ones that were already in force, which is uh, which is interesting to note. So if things happen in the future, because it's a contract, uh, the contract essentially the two parties that went into this contract, you being one of them, me being one of them, the insurance company being the other, they did so with a understanding of the environment of taxes so that if you know taxes changed on existing contracts there's uh, there's definitely repercussions when it comes to contract law so looking forward i think the peace of mind is that you know if things do change and we already have policies that are part of our financial strategy or wealth strategy that it won't be they won't be affected affected so not a guarantee but you looked up to the past and it provides a much higher degree of certainty than the other uh, types of financial products that are out there and their taxation. Now, if you look at, you know, I would say the the primary tax benefits run again into everything. There's lots of different ways to use insurance in you know estate planning, in uh, in business strategy, business planning. I want to talk just a, a, about a few of the primary ones that affect everyone. And of course, if you have questions about anything that I'm talking about, feel free to reach out to the team. Uh, go to the paradigmlife.net podcast page. It has contact information. It also has all the show notes here, uh, as well as a few uh, supporting documents I think is, are, are going to help you as well. Uh, but reach out to your wealth strategist as well. And if you're not a client, then you know, go to the website, and there are a few places you can uh, request more information or to talk to talk to someone. Okay, so let's get into the primary ones. So the, t- the tax-free growth of cash value, I think that's, a, uh, that's an interesting one to note. So let me, let me first talk about the type of you know the normal the, the typical taxes that are out there you have you have taxes on dividends you have taxes on capital gains short term and long term gains uh, you have tax uh, taxes associated with uh, with income but if you look at a policy a policy has a guaranteed uh, you know interest or a guaranteed growth associated with the cash value as well as a dividend that's paid because it's a mutual company uh, there are no taxes on that growth. Okay, so the money is growing inside of a policy. It's getting a dividend, and we usually we recommend having dividends continue to compound. Setting it up that way, you have tax free tax free growth. But there is some things to note when it comes to the different ways you can withdraw or take money out of a policy. The first one is uh, you can change the way in which a dividend is paid. Usually, we default to. Uh, compounding within the policy, but you can actually request it to be paid in cash. Okay, you can also take a partial withdrawal or surrender of cash value, and then the third way, which I would consider the the typical way that we teach and advocate, 
is to use a policy loan, which is a loan from the insurance comp- uh, company that is uh, you know, collateralized by the policy. So nothing leaves the policy. Money comes from the insurance company from other accounts that they, uh, that they have other, you know, other, uh, other products and so forth. So that those are the you know, three primary ways. So the, the first way when it comes to dividends, so both dividends and withdrawals, there is some things to note here that are really important. The, the withdrawal, the basis amount, which is the amount you've contributed over the course of time, that amount is uh, tax-free. So for instance, if you had, uh, let's say, an older policy and you had half a million dollars of, of cash value and you've contributed $250,000 of of premium or contributions, then when you start to take either the dividends or partial withdrawals, you can withdraw up to $250,000 without paying any tax. When you go to $250,001, that is when the $1 would be subject to income taxes. So that's how that's how that works. So it's essentially uh, first in, uh, first out. That's the nature of that taxation. Uh, but the policy loan is not taxed, which is interesting because we will typically teach if you are setting your policy up specifically for uh, income, future income purposes, you can withdraw uh, all of what you've put in. And then once you get to, in this case, you know, $250,001, then switch the withdrawals to a loan because those loans are not subject to uh, taxation. So that's that's usually the the tax benefit associated with the growth of a policy as well as the withdrawal. So when you look at a a 401k and how the tax benefits work there, uh, and then you contrast that to to a wealth maximization account, the 401k is, uh, there's no tax on the contributions. You're putting money in, the contributions are not taxed, and then all the money that goes in, the subsequent growth, uh, the taxes are deferred. But then when you take money out in the future, okay, you are taking money out at what the income rates at that time will be. The income tax rates will be at that time. And, and that is subject to essentially the, uh, the contributions as well as the interest and the, and the gain. Now, contributing today, today we have a certainty associated with what tax rates are. We don't have an assurity of what they will be in the future. And if you look to our the existing state of our country when it comes to uh, you know, it, it being you know, fiscally challenged, taxes are most likely going to go up in the future. I would say they have to go up. So looking at contributing money to a 401k right now when tax rates are you know, seemingly low and withdrawing that money in the future when tax rates are going to be higher, it's a, it should be a no-brainer that that's not necessarily a recipe for success. And so I would say from an, you know, a, a worry and anxiety uh, standpoint coming from uncertainty, it's betting that the government is not going to change the taxes in the, in the future. Of course, with the policy you are contributing, it's kind of the opposite. It's very similar to how a Roth IRA is taxed. So you are contributing to it with after-tax dollars. Okay, so you pay your taxes, then you contribute. But you have an assurity, you have a, a degree of certainty right now that uh, there is likely never to be any tax associated with with uh, the policy proceeds uh, ever ever again. Now it's not a guarantee, 
but you have a high degree of certainty there. Okay, so let's let, let me get into a few other uh, a few other things with relation to uh, business uses of uh, a policy as far as funding is uh, is concerned, and then I'll talk about the uh, the death benefit, the what we call the legacy legacy benefit. So from a uh, from a business standpoint, so there are there are many creative ways to use the tax code to benefit small business owners as well as uh, you know those who may be executives with bigger corporations. So let me talk about the small business owner first. So with a small business owner, uh, there are ways in which you can uh, pay a employee, a key employee, using a 162. Uh, strategy. 162 is a section of the tax code that has to do with executive bonus. And you could use that in order to have a deduction to the company uh, and then pass uh, pass on some of those uh, taxes to the employee. There's ways in which you can uh, structure it so it makes sense for the employee. But those proceeds can go into an insurance policy as opposed to a qualified plan. Uh, so we have done several uh, several of these for, for clients. Now, for a a corporation, and maybe you are an executive with a, a corporation, or you are uh, maybe one of the the primary shareholders or owner of a of a corporation. When it comes to uh, executive pay, uh, I talked talked about this in in the book I wrote, "Heads I Win, Tails You Lose," where uh, you can essentially use a split dollar arrangement, and therefore the executive can receive uh, compensation that subsequently pays for a policy premium. And there's very little tax uh, associated with uh, with that, so it's a great great way uh, to to retain uh, top talent and so forth. I'm not going to get into a lot of those details, like I said in the beginning. If you guys have questions, uh, definitely reach out to either your wealth strategist or, or our team uh, our team here. Okay, now let's talk about the the death benefit or the legacy legacy benefit. So. These benefits also apply to uh, term life insurance, so it's pretty much the only uh, tax benefit of a term life insurance policy. But the proceeds of a policy, when something happens to someone you own the policy on, or maybe you're the beneficiary of a policy, uh, they will not be taxed from an income tax standpoint on those uh, on those proceeds. Now, also, it's worthy to note that the liquidity of insurance is unprecedented. If you look at uh, states that I've seen. Uh, transferred from one generation to uh, to the next, uh, having to liquidate securities, uh, sell securities at you know, different times, depending on kind of where the economy is, as well as uh, real estate assets or business assets. It takes a, a really long time. And looking at insurance, it's actually getting uh, it's getting even better than this. But within a, a few weeks, you will be able to have uh, a, a check or, or you know, there's a few ways in which you can take money uh, when proceeds pay pay out. But you have that money within uh, within just a couple of weeks. So looking at how your financial situation will change over the course uh, of time right now, and maybe for uh, growth purposes in the future, there may be some purposes to use it uh, as the primary legacy asset. Uh, and so in the book, I talk you know extensively about a few ways in which you can uh, which you can do this. So check uh, check that out. Uh, but when you do pass away, there's no income tax associated with those proceeds. Now looking at the estate tax. So this is where uh, it could potentially trigger uh, an estate tax. So life insurance proceeds, if it's owned by you, uh, even if it's you know, the beneficiary is a, a, a revocable living you know, fam- family trust, uh, the proceeds are still included in the estate calculation. And so the estate tax uh, exemption right now is really high, some of the highest in history, I believe. 
uh, but it's been much lower. So right now it's almost $12 million uh, per, per person. And, and so there may not be as much worry for you. At the same time, uh, I see this potentially changing in, in the future. Uh, right now, the government needs as much you know, tax revenue as possible. And, and looking at you know, the amount of money that's going to transfer from the baby boomer generation, I think they're licking their chops right, right now. So pay attention to that. There are ways in which you can have your insurance policy uh, put into a irrevocable trust. There's a few different types of irrevocable trusts that are out there, some very restrictive, some that are uh, more, more modern and you have uh, more control over. Uh, but contact us uh, and we'll get through uh, kind of what options may be appropriate for you. Now, looking at you know, what we specialize in, of course, we've talked a lot about wealth strategy and and kind of the scope of wealth strategy specific to you know estate planning as well as uh, tax strategy. Uh, we we have a uh, a strategic network, and it's a strategic network that we've developed over the course of time uh, that consists of uh, tax professionals as well as legal professionals. And and so looking at what we're you know able to uh, able to do and and uh, and who we're able to refer you to it may be appropriate to uh, further enhance what the policy can do for you. So if if that's the case, if you guys have any interest there, uh, definitely contact your representative, your wealth strategist, uh, or go ahead and contact us on uh, on our website. So as I mentioned, the website has quite a bit of information on there. There's a whole podcast page. There are some deliverables associated with this week's episode. So you're going to definitely want to bookmark that and uh, check that out. Also sign up for the email list because it will notify you when there are new episodes up. Okay, so that's uh, that's it. Thanks for thanks for joining me, guys, uh, and giving me your uh, continued time and, and attention. It means uh, it means a lot. I really enjoy doing these uh, episodes uh, because I believe that your ongoing financial education is uh, is is important, uh, and I'm just honored to have you here and uh, and have your support. So as I mentioned, be sure to uh, visit the Perpetual Wealth Strategy podcast page, which is on paradigmlife.net. All past episodes, all future episodes will, will be there. We have lots of other resources for you. So join me next time as we get into one of the most often misunderstood benefits of the Perpetual Wealth Strategy, specifically the Wealth Maximization Account, which is the loan provision. Uh, we're going to dive deep into the options that you uh, have uh, both now and potentially in the future which can positively impact your financial life. So we'll see you next time. Thank you for listening to the Perpetual Wealth Strategy Podcast. Be sure to visit the show's official page at paradigmlife.net for appropriate disclaimers and terms of service. Guest opinions are their own. If you require specific investing, financial, legal, tax, or any other specialized advice, please consult an appropriate professional or a wealth strategist at Paradigm Life. We welcome and appreciate reviews of the show. Head on over to iTunes or Stitcher to leave your review today. And don't forget to subscribe to the show to get access to every new episode and its exclusive content. Thanks again for joining us, and we'll see you next time.